and welcome back to In My Opinionation, your bi-weekly Blossom watch-through podcast. I am your host, Mallory, and I am joined this week by my co-host, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hello. Sorry, I, I had to hold in a burp. Oh, <laughs> but we got there. I'm good. Podcasting. Podcasting. Uh, <laughs> so this week we are looking at season two, episode 18, The Letter. It aired on February 17th, 1992. It was written by Don Rio and Judith D. Allison, and it was directed by Zane Busby. Zane Busby. Zane Busby. <laughs> All right. So uh, we normally have the Russo rundown at this point. We can still do it, but like not a lot happens in this episode. So I feel like it's going to be pretty quick. There aren't the regular like ABC plots. It's, it's sort of a vignette type of episode yeah yeah so let me pull up my stopwatch and uh since it's just the two of us jen there's no one for you to hide behind and you got to go first that's usually what happens (laughs) yeah because eric's not paying attention yeah (laughs) sorry for throwing you under the bus um all right are you ready yeah i forgot this was happening go okay three two one go Okay, Blossom's mom's birthday is coming up. So Blossom's going to make her a video card, which is so vintage and I love it. Um, So all the kids are giving little um, things. Birthday card. That's, I can't. That's all I got. That was like 15 seconds. (laughs) You know, I forgot what words were halfway through. (laughs) I forgot what words were. Well, you were also going like into detail. Like, I don't know that we've gone that much into detail since maybe the first time we attempted this, which to be fair is the time that we lost the audio. (laughs) So nobody's heard us go this far into detail about, you know why that was? Cause I started a thought and uh, I forgot everything else that happened in the episode. So I'm like, I'm just going to drill down on this, on one, this one thing, thing. that happened. <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll give it a go. And mine's going to yeah. be very, very brief. Three, two, one, go. It's the kid's mom's birthday. So they make her a video card because it's the 90s. And Nick goes to the gym and he overdoes it. That's the other thing. That was like nine seconds. Okay, (laughs) whatever. Yeah, it was it was weird because this was, again, one of those episodes where the two plot lines didn't really connect like like the A, if we're going to call the like video storyline, the A storyline, even though it's not really a storyline and Mm -hmm. the Nick, the B, the A and the B didn't really have any sort of like overlap. I, I feel like. Given the nature of what the kids are doing, though, they established like right at the beginning of the episode. And this made sense to me because they're making a video for their mom. Why would Nick be involved? Yeah. So, yeah. So the IMDb synopsis makes it sound like it's a bigger deal than it is because the IMDb Mm. synopsis is for her mother's 40th birthday. Blossom decides to take a home video to send to her to make a home video to center. However, one person who is reluctant to participate is her father. So it makes it sound like the episode is going to be about this Mm. like struggle of Blossom wanting her father to participate. And there's like one scene where they're like, oh, come on, why not? And then it's never discussed again. Yeah, like for good reason. I would have hated this episode if it were only the kids being like, I don't understand why you don't want to do this. Children. Yeah. 
think about it. Yeah. Yeah. We can, I have some notes on that when we get to that. Yeah, me too. But it wasn't, it wasn't a big a deal as this synopsis made it seem, you know, I Mm -hmm. haven't, I haven't rewatched this in a while. So when I was reading the synopsis, I was like, okay, it's going to be one of those episodes and it wasn't. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. So uh, I guess we can just get into our bubble bubble breakdown. You. Yeah. All right. So our cold open Blossom and Nick are going through boxes of old things, deciding what to sell at an upcoming garage sale. Blossom finds this incredible rainbow sequin jacket of Nick's and instantly thinks it's terrible. Did you think it was terrible or did you kind of love it? Y'all, this is something I would buy and put in my closet. Yeah. 100%. I feel like if it were cropped, You'd be able to find it at Forever 21 today. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It was just a long line cut because it's made for a tall dude. Yeah. But it was so cool. I freaking loved it. It was it was really cool. Yeah. So Nick explains that this jacket is from this band that he used to be in the Neon Wilderness, which chef's kiss of a name. Jen is just chef's kissing over and over again because it's perfect. Oh, baby. And all of the members wore these jackets And he makes this joke that it's from a time when they all used to just say yes, (laughs) which is a play on the just say no to drugs campaign, implying that they were doing all the drugs. My parents may have made this sort of a joke before. They have. (laughs) Well, my dad's a musician. My my mom was involved with that life and was helping them and going on the road with them. And, you know, he, he has stories that filter through little by little through the years and he drops these jokes of it's like you know we were just whatever happened happened (laughs) (laughs) oh man all those years of me in high school now i know why you told me not to do things (laughs) because he knew what happened and like that's the thing though i like as we've gotten older getting more and more stories from our like i uh recently for i think it was for hanukkah I got my mom StoryWorth, which I don't know if you've heard about that, but basically what it is is a service that sends um, whoever you choose the person a question every week, and then they get to write a story to answer the question. And then at the end of the year, they bind it in a book and you have like kind of a family history of this person. So I'm hearing all of these stories that like some I'd heard before, some I hadn't. Um, and it's just, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's interesting to hear these, these stories. That's so neat. Oh, I might, uh, I might send that to my parents. That's a great idea. Yeah. It's one of those things that like, nobody likes a gift. That's a chore. So I asked her before I was like, would you enjoy writing these stories? Cause if not, like, I don't want this to be like a gift for me. <laughs> yeah. Give me all your stories. But if this would be something that you'd have fun doing, then like, yeah, I want to get it for you. And she said, yeah. yeah. So it's been, and yeah, it's really cool. Uh, sponsor us, please. I know you sponsor podcasts. Hey. Story, so. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then Nick finds the most ABBA looking green velvet pants that had like their green velvet bell bottoms and the like bell bottom insert part is like green sparkly. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and he insists that he can still fit into them and he can, as long as he doesn't breathe or bend his torso. <laughs> the way he is just cinched into these pants is so good. Yeah. Yeah. This, so good. Like this whole episode, Ted Wass's physical acting, this entire mm-hmm. episode, his physical comedy is just so good. So good. I feel like there was in the nineties, this thing of 
you know, in the 90s, Baggy was very in. So there was this ongoing joke in sitcoms. I can think of a few off the top, like Third Rock from the Sun. I think Friends did a bit about it. Are you, wait, are you thinking of the Third Rock where they had Thanksgiving? The, le- the leather pants? I'm thinking oh, of the leather pants. The, oh, I don't know the leather pants. I remember there was an episode of Third Rock where they had Thanksgiving dinner for the first time. Oh, And they're okay. sitting on the couch, like feeling like they're dying because they've eaten so much. Mm, okay. And one of them is like figures out that you can undo the button on your pants. <laughs> <laughs> what a great show that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like, especially in the nineties, because the fashion was so baggy, it was like an ongoing joke. Remember like back in the day when our clothes were tight. Yeah. Let's put all these weird clothes on and make jokes about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but also like Nick makes this like comment about like, Oh, I have to like suck my gut in or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, Ted Wass is the like skinniest of TV dads ever. Like, yeah, he's a very slim man. <laughs> it did like it gave him the way he was holding himself, though, gave him this hilarious like barrel chest, which he doesn't have because he's no. a skinny guy. But the way he held himself was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, he he rips the pants and yeah. then that's the end of the cold open. Did you have garage sales? growing up i was gonna ask you the same okay. thing because i know they are like because you can sell all your crap online so i know they aren't really a thing yeah so my grandparents they lived in it wasn't i wouldn't call it a suburb but it was like townhomes so mm-hmm. it was like an inclusive little town townhouse neighborhood and every summer they would have this huge blowout garage sale that would last for the weekend in every, literally every house yeah. would, would do it. And people would be like barbecuing outside and like selling food. And it was such a huge deal. And we did it every summer. Yeah. That that's kind of my, so I lived on, um, like in a little, I mean, I lived in a small town, so I don't know if you can call it the suburbs of the small town, but the residential area mm-hmm. and the street I lived on was like two parallel dead ends. Okay. That had like, I don't know, 20 houses on. A, uh, I'm getting too much into it, but it was supposed to be a, like a, a, not a cul-de-sac, but where it like loops around one street mm. loops around, but, they okay, could, yeah. they, but the, the developers couldn't buy one part of land. So they, <laughs> they started off. Yeah. So they started both because they were going to meet in the middle. So they started both streets and then just stopped. So, um, so it was like this little neighborhood and we would have the neighborhood garage sale and like the neighbors would all like pitch in to buy like, uh, newspaper ads so that, because nobody's going to drive by it. We're two dead streets. Nobody's going to drive, but it it basically would just turn into the kids in the neighborhood going to everybody else's house and buying all their junk. (laughs) I got so many babysitters club books purely from these garage sales yeah it was yeah it was a fantastic time and like neighbors were talking to each other yeah Yeah. we would have like neighborhood like parties too like I remember Mm -hmm. having like a neighborhood barbecue yeah um and like stuff like that but yeah we had we definitely had garage sales but it was it was more or less just like you sell me your old junk and I'll sell you my old junk and And uh, I'll forget about it and five years later I will buy it back to you forgetting that it was mine yeah yeah (laughs) so we go into our first scene after the cold open blossom and is, is in her room reading a letter from her mom. Uh, six comes over. We learn that Maddie is still at uh, still a nightclub singer in Paris dating Jean-Claude. So we can safely assume that she's no longer a traveling musician, mm-hmm. but is pretty happy in Paris and has kind of set down roots there. But blossom is convinced that her mom is super sad because she's almost 40, but still acting like a 20 something. 
oh no, how terrible. Nobody ever wants that. Right, right. <laughs> Nobody wants to be running around Paris without a care in the world and dating yeah. a, a person uh, almost 10 years younger than you. Nobody wants that. <laughs> uh, oops, I have a note where it says dating a 40-year-old when you're in your early 30s. Whoops. <laughs> I thought about that. <laughs> My husband and I are seven years apart. So that that comment made me laugh. You know, like- Seven I, years ain't nothing. No, the like the older we get, the like- less these age gaps matter yeah like i mean you don't want to be 17 dating someone seven years younger than you like that's weird well (laughs) yeah that's what made the comment funny is like you're thinking of this through a 15 year old's eyes where it's like a year above you is a huge jump in a person's behavior and maturity and all of that and i i feel like matt and i started dating when i think i was 24 or 25 and by then we were like we're just the people we are like, right. And it doesn't I, matter anymore. <laughs> no. And I do think like there is, you know, once you kind of get into your twenties, it's less about your age on paper and more about like where you are in life and mm-hmm. like your emotional maturity and like, not just, I'm not saying that like someone who's dating someone younger is less emotional mature than they need to be, but maybe the younger person is like, maybe they're meeting in the middle. Right. Like, yeah. Or there's something to be said for being an older, you know, you hear about, oh, this old person with a child's heart and and Mm. it's a positive thing. Yeah. Unless you're dating someone, then it's a bad thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So age, like, yeah, once you get into your twenties, age kind of starts to mean less and less. Yeah. Blossom also thinks that her dad is doing the same thing by getting rid of all of his old stuff in a garage sale, which I feel like that's kind of the opposite, right? Like he's looking back on all this stuff from his youth and being like, I've outgrown it. Whereas Mm -hmm. Maddie is maybe looking back on this stuff from her youth that if she's only turning 40 now, like she had kids young, like she didn't have that 20 something. So she's looking Mm -hmm. back on that and saying, I want that, that I didn't have. Yeah, exactly. I think it, I mean, Blossom, we've seen, has a skewed idea of what the divorce meant for both of her parents. Clearly, Mm -hmm. it's been a positive thing and we can see that. Yeah. But she doesn't see it because she's young and it affected her, right? But yeah, it's good things for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree. So and then so then Blossom says that when people get to be her parents age, they go through some major weirdness. So we unfortunately don't have Eric here today who has Mm. reached their age, but Jen, Jen, you and I were like very quickly, if not already in our mid mid thirties. So like, Mm -hmm. we're pretty close. Are we going through major weirdness? (laughs) I mean, trying to lock down a year of me going through major weirdness is, (laughs) I can't do that. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know about you. I'm not hitting an age where, you know, some people hit 40 and they're like, oh, I regret X, Y, Z. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like I regret anything, no. but I do find myself like not trying to recapture a feeling, but like thinking about those feelings more and being like, oh, I remember that. And thinking of it like with the warm fuzzies and, yeah, you know, we know stuff now that we didn't know back then. And uh, does that make sense? Am I talking yeah. weird? No, but I, but I also think like, we're yeah, pretty much in our mid thirties. And I, I don't feel, I feel like quote unquote adulthood started a lot younger in the nineties. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know 
that's not true. I don't know many people who had kids in their like early twenties, you know, I, I, most people I know didn't start having kids till their early thirties. So like, it feels weird to be like 40 is the time for that, like midlife crisis thing. Cause like, I feel like my full adulthood hasn't solidified yet to be able to have that, that crisis, you know? Yeah. And that's just a societal shift. And I won't go into the negative parts of why that is. Yeah. The economy. Um, (laughs) Capitalism. (laughs) Capitalism. Um, But yeah, like, I think we are in a different generation from these guys. You're absolutely right. Like, we've been unable to establish quote unquote ourselves in the Mm -hmm. way that they would have been able to, I guess. Yeah. Maddie would have been about 20 or so when she had Tony, if you think about it. Um, we just, we don't have those opportunities because they weren't available to us. So we are having to age later, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I guess us going through a midlife crisis, so to speak, would be more like a 45, 50. Yeah. I feel like the midlife crisis that you see on TV is usually when the kids are in their late teens. Mm. So like, it's kind of like you've raised these kids and what have you done for the lot? You know, you haven't had your yeah. fun youth for the last 15 years. So I'm so, going to stay young forever. Is yeah, what exactly. You're telling me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Anyways. So the girls go downstairs to find Nick still going through garage sale items. He has on this Davy Crockett <laughs> hat and is singing this Davy Crockett song. I wish I Eric was. Are you going to sing it? Because I wish Eric was here. You were making a face like you were ready to sing. I'm it. not going <laughs> to sing it, but okay. I definitely fell into a Wikipedia hole about Davy Crockett. Okay, tell me about Davy Crockett. <laughs> okay, so I think most of us have an understanding of Davy Crockett so far as he's like an American fork folklore. <laughs> an American man, fork. A man could whip up a meal. Um, <laughs> folklore hero and you know the the raccoon hat i think most people have that understanding so i looked into it a little bit he was an american folk hero who lived from 1786 to 1836 he was known sort of as the king of the wild frontier once like his legends took off (laughs) um so he represented tennessee in the u.s u.s house of representatives he was known for his skill in hunting and storytelling hence why he's always portrayed in hunting gear and the coonskin cap one thing i didn't know is he was the only rep from tennessee to oppose the indian removal act and i have a little note going good for him (laughs) so that was that was the thing that was like hey you natives get out of here right yeah it was essentially it was a bill to you know, not to get too deep into the negativity of it, but, um, I mean, it's history. It happened. We have to, it's history. It It happened. Yeah. It's like drawing up treaties, but the, the Indian removal act was like a bill to make it look like the natives were getting something when they weren't Mm -hmm. shocker. Yeah. That's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he was one of the few guys to actually say, let's not do this thing. Yeah. Um, so he took, he uh, participated in the Texas revolution and is believed by some to have been executed at the battle of the Alamo. But there are other stories to say that he had been captured. So either he like made a stand and was killed on the spot, or he was like a prisoner of war death, which is less impressive. So there's like two competing ideas of how he died. I mean, the impressive one is probably what people want to believe. And the less impressive one is probably the truth. Exactly. Right. Um, So 
how we know Davy Crockett by the coonskin cap, which we see Nick wearing. Um, there's like a recollection of his daughter mentioning the last time I saw him, he was wearing this cap. And then Disney actually did a mini series about him where he's wearing that hat through the whole thing, which is kind of how it became the thing, the popular way to picture him. Right. So. Like how Coca-Cola made Santa Claus. Yes, yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Davy Crockett. Crockett. Davy Crockett. Crockett. <laughs> Thanks. That's, that's really interesting. Uh, so Nick's plan once he's done cleaning out the garage is to turn it into a, a small gym. I had a note here to talk about how we feel about exercising, but there, like, like if it's a thing that we do, like, you know, anyways, but, um, because exercising a thing that we do. Uh, well, I hated working out for the longest time. Elaborate. I hated work. I was never so well, well okay. I grew up doing ballet and jazz, but I didn't Mm -hmm. consider that like going to the gym. Like it wasn't like exercising, right? It was Mm -hmm. a fun activity. I, for years was like, well, I should work out. Like that's, (laughs) that's what healthy people do. Mm -hmm. And I would try to go to the gym. I would try to like do videos and I fucking hated it (laughs) so much, so much. And then, um, and then the pandemic hit and I was like, I need something to do with my time. And I have become over the last two years, Someone who works out at least five times a week. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I am, I'm kind of in your thing where it's like, I don't like following a video. I love walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm lucky enough where I live, where we're backed onto like a nice little creek trail. Like there are places we can go in my city where you can do like a two hour walk. So that's yeah. how I get most of my exercise. I don't do a lot of like weights or anything like that. When gyms are open, I'll do it. Yeah. But I prefer just like walking and doing that. Yeah. I found like a big part of it too. Cause yeah, there were like, I did try a lot of like YouTube videos and stuff and hated them. And it was, it was finding the right videos because I did the same program, I guess it was like one, like there were four different videos and I did, I have done the same thing for like the last four months. So like every Monday, it's the same video. Every Tuesday, it's the same video. And it's, just finding the right one and the right personality. Like that makes a big difference too, is the personality of the person who's leading it. Yeah. Cause I think the repetition would drive me insane. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exercising is hard y'all. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's tough. It's it's I, I, I was worried that like, once I started going back to work, I was going to stop. I was going to be like, mm-hmm. But then I didn't. So I don't know. I'm proud of myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nick leaves. Tony and Joey come in carrying the lightest box together, but they pretend that it's super heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sweet, sweet Joey think is thinking about buying one of his own hats back from himself because uh-huh. $5 is a really good deal. And mm-hmm. it is a good deal if you're buying it from someone else and not from yourself. Uh, <laughs> so then the kids start to talk about what they're going to get Maddie for her birthday and Blossom suggests they make this video. It's something from the heart, but it's not too expensive. And then all the kids are disappointed when Nick says he doesn't want to be in the video. I'm not sure that this disappointment tracks with what we know of the kids because it's no secret that Nick and Maddie are not on good terms and mm-hmm. that Nick actively resents her. And we even had that episode a while back where Blossom was worried about opening a gift from her mom in front of her dad because she didn't want to upset him. So like, how did we go from like knowing that 
they don't like each other to come on, dad, you have to be in this video for mom. Like, yeah, I didn't understand this either. And I don't know if it's because Nick does end up getting so removed from them in the episode that they're like, well, I guess we have to give them something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like I felt like the scene could have been like, Hey dad, like we're making this video for mom for her birthday. What it like, isn't that a cool idea? And him being like, yeah, kids have fun. Like we didn't need the three lines of them being like, come on, dad, you gotta be in it. Like, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. So then we move to the first clip from the video itself. It's blossom. She explains the concept and says that none of them are going to like see what each other puts on the video. They're, they made a pact not to rewind mm-hmm. and watch each other's bits. And she decides to skip over sharing the trivial stuff, like her butt tattoo and her affair with a 40 year old man. And <laughs> yeah. And skip straight to the important stuff, like her new shoes. She then proceeds to show only the soles of her shoes. Did you notice that? She's like, look how cool they are. And it's it, just the soles. <laughs> I mean, the soles were pretty cool. Yeah, but like they were patterned. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. No, but I noticed that too. Yeah. So she then tells Maddie she has lots to to share, but can't think of it right now. And that's me. (laughs) That's what I was saying that like, I feel like when I talk to my mom on the phone or like my dad, I'm like, you know, I I run out of things. I'm like, okay. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm texting being like, oh, by the way, here's the thing I forgot. I could have the most eventful week and we do it to each other too. That's yeah. why whenever something happens, I have to text you in the moment. Oh yeah. yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> if we talk a week later and you're like, oh, it's been going on. I'm like, eh, nothing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out, doing nothing. Hanging out. <laughs> uh, so then Six shows up and Blossom tries to get her to do something for the video. So she does the can-can and it's <laughs> really high. Yeah. So the girls then decide that they're going to sing a song and do a little dance and they sing 16 candles into hairbrushes with Joey busting in and taking over. I I just, my am Jenna, Joey, incredibly talented. Like this song was so good. They harmonize. I did think what Joey was holding for a hot sec was a bong, but no, it's just like a glass ornament thing. I think it's a vase. (laughs) Is it a vase? It looked very bong like when he first busted in and I was like, Ooh, that's bold. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, (laughs) Um, no, I, I mean, I loved this, like this song and dance mm-hmm. because it felt so organic. Like yeah. maybe they had come up, like, you know, obviously they had practiced singing the song or whatever, but like it, I, there's one point where Blossom gives Joey bunny ears and that just felt like an in the moment thing. And mm-hmm. like the way they celebrate after they're done singing, like it didn't feel like a staged scene. Yeah, It, it felt like a, group of friends goofing around in front of a camera yeah it was absolutely adorable they did such a good job I loved it so much so cute so we then cut to Nick at the gym getting a tour on his first day I guess the garage isn't getting cleaned out fast enough so he's joining (laughs) a gym in the meantime question mark so he's either overly confident or trying to impress the lady working out next to him or both second one (laughs) (laughs) but the result is another peak Ted Wass physical comedy and <laughs> trying to use this stair machine. And like, yeah. he, like, he looks like he has Gumby limbs. Like it's great. <laughs> Cause his legs are so freaking long. Yeah. They're like jutting out from the sides. I do have to ask, did you recognize the actor who was playing the trainer? No. Should I? I know who he was? Yeah. I don't know. It depends what you watch. Okay. So 
the actor Vinny, who played the trainer, um, he was played by James Pickens Jr., which if you've ever watched Grey's Anatomy, has been one of the leads on that show for however the hell oh. long that show's been on, which is too long, but yeah. I digress. I still watch the damn thing. <laughs> so he plays Dr. Richard Weber, who was like the head of surgery on and off for 15, 20 fucking years. Um, he also played Henry Thomas in 90210, um, Mike McCrew in The Practice. He did a bunch of various characters for The X-Files. And then he was someone I presume is a important-ish character in Roseanne and the Connors, but I've never watched Roseanne, so I didn't oh. know who he was. But he yeah. played Chuck Mitchell. I feel like... Like he didn't look unfamiliar, but I wasn't like, who is that? Like it was one of those spaces that like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that, but like he's yeah. probably been a day. I'm, and I'm sure he was a day player on a lot of things before yes. getting yeah. these leads, but that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then we move into Tony's portion of the video for Maddie. He talks about how he got his life together and is now an EMT with his hot girlfriend, Rhonda Joe Applegate. Yeah. So now that we know, and Jen knows, that Rhonda Joe is officially Tony's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about last episode because Tony shows Joey, Nick, and Buzz naked oh. pictures of his girlfriend. Oh, and no. that is why it is extra creepy. That's what I was talking about last, like two weeks ago when I was like, this is really, really gross, but I can't talk about it yet. See, this is where I feel like I need a dude perspective because, well, I'm going to I'm going to give him some slack and assume that they weren't dating at that point. And he was just like excited about this thing. He's like, look how hot she is. Yeah. I don't know dude culture enough to understand if a guy being like, look how hot my girlfriend is. Like how how normal is that? If she's already, I'm saying in the instance where she has, as her own choice, already yeah. put her body out there right. in public. I, I feel like in toxic dude culture, it's normal. In in, I don't think I don't categorize Tony as a toxic dude, though. Like no. I feel like he would feel uncomfortable being like Joey has looked at naked pictures of my girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a dodgy timeline. Yeah, because I do think it's. I I need to know when they started dating, because if it was just a look at this hot chick that I helped and then Mm -hmm. three weeks later, he's like, oh, actually, we started dating. Whoops. Yeah. So they say he says in this video that they've been dating for six weeks. Now, obviously, it hasn't been six weeks since the last episode aired. So we can assume that like some time has passed between Mm -hmm. the two episodes. But I I would be very surprised if it was more than six weeks. Like if they were trying to say that it was like three months ago, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's, it was weird. Like knowing that Rhonda Joe becomes his girlfriend. I'm like, you're Tony, you're going to be real mad at yourself for doing this because that's gross. I also want to, I had a couple of comments about this. Yeah. The first one is that it's so cute that he's like, I know I'm standing in front of an ambulance but I have a new relationship with ambulances now. Yeah. And like the way he said it was just very adorable. Yeah. And he was so proud of himself. And then my last note off of the Rhonda Joe thing was, oh, it's only been six weeks. Oh, Tony, don't put, don't put a partner that recent into your holiday shit. Like you don't do that. You don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of a, like, 
it seems to be kind of a casual like I know it's a birthday video but like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a wedding photo like you're not taking them to a wedding and it's going to be in someone's yeah. wedding photo album forever yeah I guess I guess it's just an update but... yeah but it is it is I don't know that was kind of another thing that I was thinking about with this uh scene was Tony Tony says the line I've changed a lot since you last saw me which made me realize like oh yeah it's 1990 like even if they're talking on the phone and writing letters she hasn't physically seen him in forever how fucking lucky are we to have zoom and facetime mm-hmm. like the fact that i can look at you right now from yeah a, you know an hour's drive away like i can look at your face right yeah now. well even like my my mom moved across the country like mm-hmm. three months before the pandemic hit like I can talk to her and see her daily if I want to. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, for how crappy this whole situation has been, that's one thing I'm always super grateful for. Am I great on FaceTime and the phone? No, I'm not great at it, but at least I have it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we're incredibly grateful given the circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just, yeah, thinking about the fact that, like, they couldn't and even even these days too like long distance calling isn't really a thing anymore like it used to be more expensive to call Mm. i mean it is still more expensive to call overseas but only if you're using like a phone and not zoom like you know like Mm -hmm. it it used to be really really expensive to call someone who wasn't in your city yeah and that's not really a thing anymore yeah exactly we can stay in communication with each other that's what makes this whole thing sadder is like when we take ourselves out of what we know from our lives and yeah exactly remembering that Mm -hmm. yeah he he has not seen his mom like as far as he knows his mom's perception of him is still awful yeah (laughs) you know the the whole family too right like blossom and joey too and i i i like the choice not to make every discussion about Maddie be like, we're sad that our mom left us that like Mm. the kids have adjusted and are really happy with the life that they have. But like, yeah, like that would suck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the scene, Tony's portion of the video ends with him getting a call and he has to go take off. And the next scene shows us what that call was. Nick overdid it at the gym and literally cannot move. He strained everything, including his face, so he can't talk. <laughs> so Tony has to wheel him into the house on what looks like just a furniture moving dolly. <laughs> he looks like Hannibal Lecter. Like yeah. he's the way he's getting wheeled in. It's so yeah. good. And we get another great physical comedy moment of Tony lugging Nick up the stairs. And every time it goes up the stairs and like that, like hits the the step, mm-hmm. makes this noise. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. We have a little bit more of the birthday video for Maddie. It's Blossom with her childhood teddy bear, Dwight. Did you think of The Office? <laughs> I thought of The Office yeah. and I had to get past it. Yeah, because yeah. that didn't exist in 1992. Yeah. They wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where they got the name. Probably not. Blossom influencing pop culture. <laughs> uh, then we have Joey's portion of the video. It's The Adventures of Mike and Steve. Who we met all the way back in season one when Joey had to make that video about violence for school. 
And I think that's where we first met them. But this time they're Legos and they're in the ocean, which is really the toilet. Mm -hmm. Don't flush Legos down the toilet. (laughs) Joey, Joey, what the fuck? (laughs) Joey, I don't know. Like, I feel like he really reverted to like eight years old here. Time to call Deborah Joe Rupp back. Yeah, yeah. So, but then, you know, he does have a sweet moment where he's talking to the camera and he mm. shares that he has these big goals for himself. Like he wants to play in the major leagues and also meet Miss January. <laughs> more, when we have, we cut to another scene with more of the video, but this time we also see a little bit of the kids making it. Like it's not just the, the feed from the video camera. Mm-hmm. And so Blossom and Joey are waiting for Buzz to arrive to film his part. Uh, of course, Joey has forgotten that Buzz is indeed Maddie's dad. So he tries to explain who Buzz is. <sighs> I, I did find it interesting the way he talks about like you put people in like little segments in your mind. I doing that with with family is weird, but like I definitely have like my like ha- like Hamilton Community Theater friends, yeah, and, like my work friends and like when those things overlap it's like (laughs) oh yeah absolutely like when he started talking about the categories I was like yes absolutely this is true again maybe not with your own grandfather because where why else would he be there yeah yeah it was pretty funny it was it was at least like sweet dumb joey so I was like I'll take it so we have buzz's segment which goes exactly like so many parental zoom calls yep where we see only the top of his head and he's giving this like the sweetest message yeah to his daughter and oh my god and it's so funny because like we don't see him being this sincere hardly ever yeah and he's being so lovely and you can't even see his face it's just his forehead it's just his forehead and then the tips of his fingers when he waves yeah I like that like that was great comedy for like tv framing but when you think about how high he had to put his hand up to wave it's like no one would ever do that no no (laughs) Uh, so then we cut to the Russo living room. The phone is ringing. Nick is on his little <laughs> Hannibal Lecter board and he can't move to answer it. So we have just another just oh, God. brilliant just Ted Wass moment beautiful. where he flops off of the dolly, rolls onto <laughs> the couch and then onto the floor. And then he inchworms his way <laughs> over to the phone. Now, when he pulls the phone off of the desk by taking the cord in his mouth, it fully lands on his head oh yeah which i don't think was supposed to happen see i thought it was supposed to happen because as soon as he started pulling on it with his teeth i'm like oh it's gonna hit him in the head i yeah i don't know because it definitely was a real phone like it wasn't a Mm -hmm. big soft phone so i don't know if it was supposed to hit him in the head or not but either way ted was just kept going yeah i just uh, the physics of it i don't yeah know where else it could have gone so i think maybe they just were like look, this is probably going to hit you on the head. Are you okay with that? Yeah, it was the 90s. (laughs) Uh, Of course, it's just a wrong number. Yeah. So Blossom and Joey come in and find Nick on the floor. Joey tries to hang up the phone, strangling Nick in the process. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Joey. Uh, (laughs) And the kids finally help him back over to the board. Again, great physical acting. And we learn that the garage sale is currently going on. So... We go back into this video. It's near the end. Blossom asks for a video back from her mom if she has 
a camera, which would be like a super fun pen pal thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut to Nick, who has decided yeah. that he wants to say something on this video. And it's that he's very happy that Maddie is two months older than him and always will be. <laughs> so petty. I'm not usually into vindictive Nick, but it was it was pretty funny. Like he yeah. could have said a lot of stuff. All he said was, you're always going to be older. Yeah. And that's fair. It's true. It's not there's wrong. No, yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. The evil laugh that he does with it is, you know, a choice, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit later. There's a knock at the door. Blossom answers it. And it is rap duo Salt and Peppa. Hell yes. Did you, did you, did you look up like the IMDb info and stuff? Did you know this was coming before? I didn't know they were going to be in this. Okay. So when they opened the door, I was like, oh, <laughs> They want to buy the sequin jacket from the cold open for their road manager. Mm -hmm. Blossom invites them in while she checks the price. She's totally fangirling. She's singing their song to them. Joey comes in and meets them. And just like when anyone famous calls the house, he totally doesn't believe that it's actually salt and pepper, even though they're standing right there. It's as much as I, uh, this bit frustrates me. I do like that they're making a running gag of it. It was so annoying to me back then. But now that he's like, yeah, physically in front of a person, he's like, oh, I don't believe you're you. I'm like, okay, this is getting to be a funny bit. It's just Joey being Joey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Blossom then makes a deal with salt and Peppa to sing on Maddie's birthday tape in exchange for the jacket. Again, this video clip seems so organic. The girls are again, dancing around, singing Mm. into hairbrushes. It's almost kind of like a bookend with the 16 candle song. Like they've got the hairbrushes They're Like it's clearly not choreographed. Like they're all just like Mm -hmm. totally having so much fun. Can I say though, it's how, first of all, we're assuming her mom would know who salt and pepper was. They were big enough by this time. But also, not that you should sing any of the Salt and Peppa songs for your mom because <laughs> I, I wrote down some of the the ones that I like their biggest singles, which were like "Push It," "Let's yeah. Talk About Sex," "Shoot," "What a Man." Like they were all about sex. Yeah. So you could have just said, "Hey, mom, here's Salt and Peppa." Not sing. Yeah, Let's not talk about in. sex. Not join in, your mom. <laughs> yeah. But it was a very cute little moment. It was very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then our last scene is Blossom's PPS segment. And as she's doing this little segment, the camera zooms out and we are in Maddie's living room in Paris and she's watching the video. And it's very sweet. It's a very cute ending. Uh, don't tell me, but I think this video moment, this episode is going to be the catalyst for Maddie making an appearance soon. Don't tell me but that's what I think. Okay. I won't, I won't tell you. I don't like not right away. Yeah. But soon. Yeah. I don't, I don't fully remember. Like I remember events that happened, but I don't mm-hmm. remember how close or far away they are from this moment. Okay. Um. So I won't, I can't tell you. <laughs> I have theories. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So then, yeah, our closing credits are just the salt and pepper singing bit again. I I loved it. I I loved that little bit. I thought it was very cute. So good. Yeah. So that's that's the episode. Uh. So let's get into our outfit of the week. I, I mean the jacket. The jack, just the, the jacket that just nobody the, wears. <laughs> I mean, also the velour pants that are supposed to go with the jacket. Okay. It doesn't need to be on a person. It. 
clothing is a feeling. Okay. That jacket is big feelings. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So mine was Blossom's last outfit, which is not anything exciting, but she has this oversized maroon hoodie, black capri length leggings, black shorts, spotted with what I think are those like massive oversized sequins because they're catching mm. the light a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then she has her purple sneakers and she has this high ponytail and the high ponytail and the oversized hoodie made me think of Ariana Grande's like super sexy version of this. And I was like, oh. Ariana Grande stealing some blossom looks. That's true. I always forget that she just straight up wears like massive, massive hoodies. Dresses. Yeah. And a high, high ponytail. Yeah. yeah. I was like, she, she's stealing some blossom looks. <laughs> Yeah. So quote of the week. Do you have a quote? So dumb. This one wasn't necessarily full of zingers. This wasn't like a zinger week, but something I felt very deeply was Buzz saying, I don't get along with machinery. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) And anyone that's ever tried to be on a zoom call with me or like help me work a phone or anything like that will understand what I mean by that. Yeah. You felt that deep in your soul. In my soul. Yeah. Mine was also a buzz quote and it was, um, I thought it was sweet. And he said, I hope you're happy and that you don't have to strain the, to hit the high notes because I know he meant that literally because she's a singer, but like, I took it kind of metaphorically as like the high notes being like the high points of your life, like happiness and like, just being fulfilled in that and that you don't have to like work too hard to feel good. Yeah. Odd buzz sentiment. I kind of really liked it. Yeah. It was so lovely. Lesson of the week. I just had don't try to show off at the gym, lol. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good lesson. Yeah. I mean, like, don't, don't be a dumbass. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, and again, because this is more of a vignette episode, there wasn't a distinctive no. lesson to be learned. No, it was a, it was a fun episode. Yes. So on that note, let's, let's score this. Uh, so out of five video birthday cards, what do you oh. give it? I gave it five. You did. Okay. I you really liked did. it. I really liked it. I love like the vignette type of thing. And what I loved about this, first of all, it was super nostalgic because it reminded me of like, filming dumb skits with my friends and you know that kind of thing um it was also really cool because all of these characters were like presenting what they thought was their best version of themselves because they knew their mom was going to see it and that to me was really interesting like the choices the characters were making for what they thought was like peak birthday card yeah how like we curate our lives like yeah that like I mean, I don't post a lot of social on social media, but that's what people do on social media, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody's posting the sad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting just from a character perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it four um, because yeah, a lot, it, it, there's no plot progression. Like not a lot happens in the episode, but the actors were clearly having a ball. They were mm-hmm. having so much fun, especially the singing like Ted Wass's physical comedy, Salt yeah. and Peppa. Like it just looked like they were having so much fun. You know what it was? This episode. It was rockumentary energy. Yeah. That episode. Yeah. It was the same type of energy. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, Jen, oh my God. 
I didn't write down next week's episode. Oh, <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. How the turntables. How the turntables. Okay, good thing I have our schedule open up in another tab. So next week, <laughs> we're looking at season two, episode 19, Wake Up Little Susie. And by next week, I mean two weeks because... We're bi-weekly, bitches. Uh, so yeah, we are. <laughs> I feel so vindicated that I'm not the only one screwing up this entire outro anymore. No, no, and it's not. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even say it's screwing up. It's just us living our best lives. There so- we go. <laughs> yeah, girl. Thanks for joining me this week, Jen. Uh, thanks for listening. We will see you all in two weeks. Um, and until then, uh, so salt and peppers here and we're in effect okay bye, bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to in my opinionation don't forget to rate and subscribe on apple podcast stitcher or wherever else you get your podcasts you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at i am opinionation our website at i am opinionation.com or email us at opinionationpod at gmail.com We'd love to hear your opinionation about this or any future episodes. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, the sun is going to surely shine.